Exodus chapter 20, verse 12 says, Honor your father and your mother, that your days may be long in the land which the Lord your God is giving you. I'm going to let you just think for a minute about what relationship we're talking about tonight as you turn over to the book of Exodus chapter 21. Stay in Exodus, turn a page or two pages. Exodus 21, and I want you to go to verse 17. You probably didn't know that this was in the Bible. If you're at Exodus 21, 17, say, I got it. Whoever curses, that means reviles or dishonors, his father or his mother shall be put to death. Let's walk this out a little bit more. Go over to the book of Matthew, please. I want you to go to the book of Matthew, chapter 15. Matthew, chapter 15. Matthew is the first gospel recorded in the New Testament. You already have a question. Yes. Death <laughs> shall be put to death, period. Physical death. I'm glad that's beginning to sink in. I'm really glad that's, no, I, I really am. I'm not joking. I'm really glad that that's sinking in because you're going to realize some things tonight. Matthew 15, verse 1, if you're there, say, I got it, Mr. Kurt. Matthew 15, 1, then the Pharisees and the scribes came to Jesus from Jerusalem and said, why do your disciples break the tradition of the elders? For they don't wash their hands before they eat. And he answered them and said, and why do you break the commandment of God for the sake of your tradition? For God commanded, honor your father and mother, and whoever reviles or dishonors or uh, curses father or mother must surely die. Did you read that? Are you reading that with us right there? But you say, if anyone tells his father or his mother, what you would have gained from me is given to God, he need not honor his father. So for the sake of your tradition, you have made void the word of God. You hypocrites. Well did Isaiah prophesy to you about you when he said, this people honors me with their lips, but their heart is far from me. In vain do they worship me, teaching as the doctrines, teaching as doctrines the commandments of men. Hold on to your pants now. Let's go over to Ephesians, okay? Go over to Ephesians. Don't walk out on me just yet. Ephesians, yes, in the New Testament. The book of Ephesians, chapter 6, a scripture that many of your parents have taught you for good reason. Ephesians, chapter 6, verse 1. When you're there, say, I got it. Children, obey your parents in the Lord, for this is right. Honor your father and mother. This is the first commandment with a promise that it may go well with you and you may live long in the land. Fathers, do not provoke your children to anger, but bring them up in the discipline and the instruction of the Lord. Tonight, if you haven't guessed, I want to talk to you about your relationship with your parents and how, vitally that relationship, how vital that relationship is. In fact, the relationship that you have with your parents will determine the interaction and the relationship that you have with everybody else. Your relationship with everyone else hinges on your relationship with your parents. And what you've learned, you will take with you into every relationship. Now, I want to pause because we all come from different makeups in this room. And many may not have the same type of relationship with their biological father and mother. And so I want to talk about that. I want to say this to you, that a parent may not necessarily be the person who gave birth to you. A parent may be that legal guardian 
that's in your life that has taken the responsibility to raise you. Some of you in this room have a single parent. Some of you in this room have an adopted parent. Some of you in this room have a foster parent. Some of you in the room are being raised by a legal guardian who is not your biological parent. Whoever God has placed in your life, you are to do what the scriptures say here, to revere as father and mother and to honor. And I want you to see, I wanted to take you back to Exodus and walk all the way through the New Testament because I think one of the things we have lost in our current culture is the reverence for mom and dad and the father-like figure and the mother-like figure, so much so that it shocks us to think that if somebody curses their mom or dad, that they would be put to death. God, that's pretty strong, isn't it? And I want you to understand that God does not take lightly this relationship that we have with parents. Parents are God's first authority in a child's life. They're a very first authority that a child gets exposed to as soon as the baby's born. Now understand, tonight we're gonna talk about the way God God meant things to be. I understand it's not what everyone in this room has experienced, but follow me and you'll get something out of this. I believe... That how you treat your parents is how you will treat your future spouse. I've seen this lived out. Guys, the way that you have learned to treat your mother is the way that you will treat your wife. Ladies, the way that you treat your father and the way that you look at your father is the way that you will treat your husband. And that might sound like a pretty bold statement, I'm going to walk this out with you tonight and help you understand. The scripture tells us here to honor our father and our mother. Paul says, honor your father and mother in the Lord, for this is right, period. I want to clarify this by saying, Paul didn't say, honor your father and mother when they do what's right. There's no condition on there. Paul said, honor your father and mother because it is right. And I want to break down this word honor So write this down. Take notes, because this is going to be the best thing that I could teach you about relationships. Every other relationship in your life hinges on the relationship that you have with your parents or whatever that legal guardian is in your life who's keeping watch over you, who's training you. Honor. To honor means, number one, to respect. Number two, to admire. Number three, to credit. That's my favorite one. And number four, my second favorite, to exalt. To honor means to respect. I want to share something with you tonight. You've seen through the scriptures that God takes this relationship with parents very seriously. Your parents are to be respected even if you feel like they don't deserve that respect. Do you understand what I'm saying to you? Parents are to be revered. Parents are to be respected because God has placed them in authority in your life. You know, we don't live in that type of culture. In fact, many of us just go around talking about every authority figure, and I'm guilty of it too. One day God caught me and said, why are you talking about the president? You don't even know the president. I'm like, oh, wow, you're right. I don't. So how can I talk about somebody I don't know, and I shouldn't talk about anyone anyway? See, we have this habit of talking about the authorities that are in our life, that are in our nation, that are in our family. Your parents deserve to be respected and are to be respected even if you may feel like they don't deserve it. I understand. People come from different backgrounds. You've had different experiences in your life. And maybe you feel like you can't respect your mom or dad. God didn't say when you feel like it. God said you are to do that. And I want you to know that if you're struggling in that area, the best thing that you can do is pray. Say, God, I don't feel like I can respect my mom or dad. Here's the reason why. Help me. And he will help you. 
Your parents are to be respected even if you feel like they don't deserve it. The second thing is to admire. We're breaking down what this word honor means. To honor also means to admire. And what does it mean when you admire someone? Okay, Austin? You look up to them. It's just that simple. You look up to them. And I've decided from the time my kids were born that I wanted to be their hero. I want to be their hero. And I, if I want to be their hero, then I need to set the example. If I want my daughter, maybe, I don't know if we'll have more than one, but if I want my daughter to know what a godly husband, a godly father, and a godly leader looks like, then I should model that for her. If I want my sons to know how to be a godly husband, a godly father, and a godly leader, leader then I need to model that for them. Now, you might feel like, oh, well, I can't admire anything about my parents. I bet you that there are some characteristics inside of your parents, if you look past all of what you think are their faults and flaws, there are some characteristics inside of your parents that you could begin to admire and esteem. And if you find those things, you can begin to build them up inside of your mind. We're going to talk about that in a little bit. And you probably won't be thinking as little and low about them as you maybe now. There are some characteristics I'm willing to bet that you can begin to admire in your parents. Because if we're going to honor, then we need to respect. And if we're going to respect, then we need to admire them and we need to look up to them. The third thing that it means to honor is one of my favorites, and that's credit. Give credit where credit is due. Let me ask you an important question. Did you push yourself out at birth? Did you, if your, parent, if your mom had a C-section, did you let them cut into you so that you could be born? No. Did you change your diaper? Maybe you, Victoria, you did? I could see that. <laughs> I just want you to stop and think about this for a second. I, I, I just got to think, no, just, just hold on now. Follow me for a second. I got to thinking about this today. Give credit to where credit is due. Just think about your mom for a second. I mean, she either gave birth to you naturally or they cut into her to take you out. My mom had three kids, all of them C-section. And let me tell you something, 28 years ago and 30 years ago, they didn't do C-sections the way that they do them now. Now they got this master thing that they do. No. I mean, they cut into her three times, and it wasn't pretty to get us all out. So I just began to think, wow, God, you know, every time I want to say something, when I was a teenager, every time I want to say something, I wish I could go back now and take that away just for the fact that she allowed me to be born. Let's go to the next level. Now you're a teenager. You sleep in a bed in your parents' house. You eat food in your parents' house. You wear clothes in your parents' house. Now, see, pride would say, well, I got a job and I bought these clothes. Let me tell you something. You got a job because your parents let you get a job, okay? So don't think that you're so high and lofty. Give credit to where credit is due. God loves this. When we begin to honor our parents and give credit to them, we begin to bless ourselves. And so I really want to challenge you tonight, even if you think you've done everything for yourself, I want to tell you a big secret tonight. Everything you have does not belong to you, even if you think it does. The clothes you wear are your parents. They are. Even if you bought them with your own money, that money was given to you or you earned it at work and your parents let you get a job. Everything you have has come because your parents have allowed it. 
You eat food at your parents' table because they provide it for you. Now some of you are getting older and your parents say, go get yourself something. I understand that. But for years, they fed you with their own money. They gave you money. So when we think about disrespecting and dishonoring our parents, we need to think twice because they've really done so much for us. Here's the final one and my second favorite, and that's to exalt. When you hear that word exalt, what do you think? What do you think when you hear that word exalt? To lift up, exactly. And that word exalt literally means to build up. We often think of exalt, what do you, what, if you say exalt equals, exalt is to blank as, you know, what? Exalt is to what? God, I think of God. Good, great answer. I just think of God, you know, exalt God. But if we're gonna honor, honor means to exalt. That means to build up. I wanna share this with you. Here's a secret the Bible says that when we honor our parents, number one, it's the first commandment with a promise. Just follow me for a second. You are blessed just by honoring your parents. It's the first commandment with a promise that you may live long. You may live long, and it may be well with you. Maybe it's not going so hot for some people in the world today because they didn't honor their parents. Hey, man, that's scriptural stuff right there. To exalt means to build up. And while the rest of your friends are out there dissing their parents, you can start sowing some seed in your life by building your parents up. You can start saying some good things about your parents. You don't have to lie, but you need to look at those characteristics. You need to look at the things that you admire in them and begin to build them up. Because as you build them up, that image that you have of them is gonna shift. You know, and we're gonna talk about this in just a minute, but some, for some reason, we think, I did, when I turned 16, I thought I knew everything, absolutely everything. I feel like it reverses. I, I'm 28 now, and I feel like I know less now than I knew when I was 16. There was this confidence that I had, and now I feel like, you know, I can't even, I don't know, go to the store without calling my wife. Am I getting the right thing? And they say, you know, I don't, I don't know. I just feel so incompetent these days. But I felt like I knew more back then. And sometimes we take that to the next level, and we think we know more than our parents. We need to begin to build them up with our words. You should be talking good about your parents to their face. You should be talking good about your parents behind their back. You should be talking good about your parents to your friends. You should be the one building up this image of your parents towards your friends. Everyone else is dissing their parents. You're talking good about your parents. Man, God loves that stuff. That's what he's talking about. He's talking about respecting, admiring, uh, crediting, and building up in exaltation. We begin to do that just by doing that. Number one, it's going to go well for us. And number two, we're going to get to live a long life. And I want you to know, if you paid attention in the past several weeks, Pastor John's been talking about sowing and reaping. And I want to tell you something. What you sow, you will reap. With your kids. With your kids. Okay? I'm not cursing you. I'm just telling you the principle of sowing and reaping. So think very carefully. I made a decision last week in the car. <clears throat> You can't take back all the hurtful things that you've said. I have hurt my mom in more ways than I even care to describe to you tonight. I've hurt my parents in more ways than I described to you tonight. I made a decision last week. This is what I said to the Lord. I vowed to the Lord that the days that I spend blessing my parents will be greater than the days I spent cursing my parents. And I want to live that out because I have brought more hurt to my parents in a short amount of time then I have really blessed them. So for the rest of their life, I want to aim to bless them for no other reason than that they're my parents. So I want to challenge the way that you're thinking tonight. 
So that's in terms of authority. Your parents are your first authority in your life. That's the heavy stuff. Everyone breathe. I just heard somebody take a big sigh. Everyone breathe. Now we get to the fun part. Your parents are your first exposure to someone of the opposite sex. Because you're probably asking yourself, what does this have to do with romantic relationships? And I'm going to go right back to my main point, that how you treat your parents is eventually how you treat your spouse. And so I love this part because parents are a child's first exposure to, to the opposite sex. So when a boy is born, his very first experience with a woman is his mom. When a young girl is born, her very first exposure to a man is her dad. And so how you see your parents act and interact is how you begin to, to think and how you begin to uh, 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 value the opposite sex. So guys, you know, in our teen years, and I'm going to say this, and I've said this to my, well, I, I unfortunately said this to my mom years ago, but I noticed something about young guys. You know, about the preteen years and the teen years, we begin to think that our mom has gone crazy. Now, don't raise your hand, guys, in this room, because some of your moms are here. Don't raise your hand, Okay. But some of us have this thought that goes into our head, and it's like, oh, man, she's crazy. She is just totally crazy. What happened? I felt like two years ago we were on the same page, and now she's crazy. And I want to let you know something. It's not that your mom is crazy. I, I remember this one, one day I had this big blow-up with my mom. I just said, I don't understand you. You're crazy. You're absolutely crazy. This, you're laughing, but it was hurtful. I can't imagine my child. I wouldn't let my child say that to my wife. In fact, my dad didn't let me say that to my Anyways, my dad shows up. My dad shows up, and he just begins to, you know, after he lays into me, he begins to, what are you talking about? What are you, where are you, where's this coming from? And looking back now, 15 years later, what I understand is this. Guys, God created men and women to walk, men and women to work together, to be a balance of one another. And when you're a young boy, you just, you just love your mom. You have this great affection for her. But what happens is you get a little bit older, you begin to spread your wings of responsibility and authority, and you want to, you know, become the man that God made you to be. And the very first interaction that you have with somebody of the opposite sex, you're beginning to realize that they don't see things the way that you see things. They don't understand things the way that you understand them. And you're seeing this in your relationship with your mom. And the enemy wants to come in and he wants to tell you she's crazy. She's crazy. But I want to push that out for a second, and I want to challenge you with this thought. It is not that your mom is crazy and she's off her rocker. It is that you as a young man are beginning to realize that she sees, understands, experiences, and views things differently than you do. And that's why I'm saying the way that you treat your mom is the way that you treat your spouse. Guys, I'm serious. The way that you learn to interact with your mom is the way that you will treat your wife. If you call your mom crazy and you don't ever take the time to understand the difference between man and woman, you will call your wife crazy because you haven't taken the time to understand the difference between man and woman. And young ladies, you're not off the hook either. Young ladies, you learn about what a man should be through your interaction with your dad. And, and the, I had to come up with this. I had to really, I know what guys think about their mom. I had to really think, what does a girl think about her dad? So tell me if I'm right. From what I've experienced with my sister, girls think that their dad is unreasonable, overbearing, and he doesn't have a clue. Is that, is that, is that, that I was like, good, did I get it? Yes, yes, I really had to work hard on that one because I only have one sister. So I really had to work hard on that one because I just watched, okay, what is it that Crystal used to do? They, yeah, she thought he was unreasonable, he was overbearing, he just did not have a clue. You know, so I was like, but 
you're beginning to understand, and I want to challenge you young ladies, it's not that your dad is unreasonable, and it's not that he's overbearing. He's protective, and it's not that he doesn't have a clue. In fact, your dad has a lot of wisdom. The truth is, you're beginning to realize that you and your dad, just like you and men, see things differently. And if you allow this process to take shape, what's happening is you're beginning to understand the role of the protector in your life. You're beginning to understand that role of a protector in your life. That's God's design. So you raise these children up. That's why our world is so messed up, guys. We raise these children up in a house with one man and one woman who love each other, serve the Lord, honor God, raise their kids up in the fear and the admonition of the Lord so that they learn how man and woman work together. So when you send them off, we know how to function together. Guys and girls function totally different. And I want to just give you a little illustration of this tonight. Hold on one second. I'm probably going to use some of these ladies, too. This is great. Now, this is not the best example. What? I know. It's awesome. I love doing that. This is not the best example, but I just I thought it was funny because it proved my point. I went home today. I said, honey, give me your keys. I said, honey, give me your keys. And she pulled them out. And I'm like, oh, yeah, this is perfect. Okay. Somebody come hold. Okay. I'm going to hold up two sets of keys. And I want you to tell me which one is mine (laughs) and which one is Miss Jennifer's. Okay? Here we go. Which one's mine? Which one's Miss Jennifer's? Uh, The left. The left is what? This is who? And this is who? Yes. What do you see a lot of on this one that you don't see on this one? Tags. Chains, tags, little different things. Yes, you're absolutely right. And this is not even the best example. I want every young lady in this room to come up here with their purse. Every young lady that has a purse, come up here. Then they're fine. Just come up here. No, you don't have to bring your purse. (laughs) You have no purse? Okay, then sit down. <laughs> no worry. I want every young lady with a purse. I need to see it. I need to see it. Okay. That's okay. That's good. Okay. Look it. Just take, I'm just trying to explain to you how guys and girls are so totally different. Just hold that out in front so everyone can see. And now I'm going to show you a magic trick. Watch this. Bam. That's it. Right there. You see that? You see that? That's what I'm talking about. Okay? I mean, that to this, that doesn't even make any sense. And you know what I've discovered? Go ahead. You can sit down. You know what I've discovered? Women just carry bags. There's not a whole lot of stuff in them all the time, unless you're really fine. Like, my mom, she's got everything in there. I don't mean, you need it, she has it. You know, you know the moms to ask when you need something. <laughs> Exactly. Things you never knew would be in a purse. And that's why they sell these purses that are like beach bags. Your mom's walking around with a beach bag in the middle of winter. It's like, what is the deal with that? (laughs) Okay. Guys and girls see things differently. And God's design is that we would learn at home how to work with those differences. We're supposed to come together. And it's a beautiful design when you can come together. So I want to challenge you in the way that you see, the way that you view, the way that you understand your parents. And I want you to know that God does not take lightly how we talk about our parents. Here's my final, one of my final thoughts tonight is when you speak bad about your parents, 
You're speaking against your parents. When you speak against your parents, you are cursing your parents. Let me just refresh your memory. What did Exodus 20, 12 said? Everyone who curses his parents shall be put to death. Everyone say, thank you, Jesus, that we do not live under the old covenant. Aren't? Yeah. It was, it was one of those commands. No, I, God wasn't joking. No, he was serious. That's what I'm trying to say. Read. <laughs> Read. That's one of the reasons you guys need to know the Old Testament. Read the Old Testament. God wasn't joking around. He was serious. If you curse your father and mother, you're to be put to death. I thank the Lord that we're not under that, that same thing, but I do want to play this out. God said to Abraham, I will bless those who... No, I will bless those who bless you, and I will curse those who curse you. So you speak bad about your parents, you're speaking against your parents. You speak against your parents, you're cursing your parents. You curse your parents, curse yourself. You, you heap coals of cursing upon your head because you have cursed your parents. Guys, you think God doesn't take this stuff serious? He takes this stuff serious. And I want you to know that you can be free and broken from that stuff. Praise the Lord, man, I am here. I love my mom. I'm grateful to my parents. My father reared me and trained me. But I will spend the days of my life blessing my parents because the days that I cursed them were too many. And I want to bless them for the rest of my life. I hope this word has challenged you tonight. I hope that God has pricked and poked your heart so that you can see the things that are not acceptable in the sight of the Lord because he wants to clean them up.